following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500. The following is a presentation of financial crisis recovery. Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker. Hey, welcome everybody. How are you doing this morning? Going to wake you up one way or another. By goodness. I have a show that kind of is a topic that I have been lamenting in my mind for, I think, maybe decades boiling up on me here. And, and uh, I, I have had this gentleman on the show before, enjoyed it immensely. I asked him back on the show again, and uh, his response was, what will we talk about? And so the book that he has, you want to... Get a pen and paper and write this down, because fabulous book. It's called Man Up. And guess what? That just conjures up all kinds of controversy, doesn't it? Oh. And so I said to him, I said, we will always have plenty to discuss as it relates to manly men. Oh, boy, am I getting into dangerous territory here. You know, the good old days when having an abundance of testosterone and pride in being an American was not a bad thing. You know, when everybody played tackle football with no pads, had dirt clawed fights, played king of the hill, and someone always went home with blood and a black eye. Good times, good times. <clears throat> the days when even the wimpy kids knew how to fight. Because, hey, man, everybody's playing tackle football, right? So when it meant something to be a man, a hard worker, honest, virtuous, Loyal, those are some important things, aren't they? Someone people could count on. Strong men who stood for something, who still had emotion, but also knew the time and place and where the line was drawn and when it had been crossed. You know, men like that. So if that isn't a lead-in, Scott Schuler, I don't know what is. Right? That's going to be kind of hard to follow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, Scott, I, I am absolutely serious when I say that I, I love your book and I think that it is so lost. Now you and I, just prior to coming into the studio, were, were out in the uh, waiting room here and we were talking about the fact that um, this whole notion of uh, men, manliness, testosterone, apparently in our new society means that that's just raged, caged aggression and we just need to suppress that at all costs. Right. That, I mean, that, that's literally what it feels like. It feels like you can't even to have a conversation like we're having is is almost taboo. Absolutely. I, I mean, especially if anybody can overhear you. I mean, it's like, oh, boy, what what kind of controversy am I going to stir up now? And we're going to get it. Yeah. I mean, and we're going to get it because because I think there are people who are just who are waiting in the wings to take something that we say out of context, at least from my perception, out of context and run with it. Uh, because they have an agenda and they want to just prove that agenda. Uh, this is not where we want to go with this. Um, because I believe that these things are all good. 
And they're really good, and I think that, that we're going to talk about it. But a lot of the ills that we have in society come directly from the fact that there is not enough strong men in the household and in the lives of our young boys who are growing up. Exactly. I agree. I mean, as we were talking about before, the the fact that you look at in, in, in other societies where you have strong men, yet you don't have the issues sometimes that you have now. And you look at different things like what we were talking about with prison. Right. Uh, and look at how the men, when at some point you look back in their history and in their familial patterns, and there was an issue or a lack thereof or something that had to do with the father. I mean, I, I talked about this in the book one, a little bit. Where there was, and I don't even, I, I researched it trying to find out if it was true. It, regardless if it was true or not, it's a great story. Um, where they, they, it was a card company went into a prison and for Mother's Day and they, they offered free cards for all the prisoners to send to their moms. And they actually ran out. Wow. Every, every single prisoner wanted to send something if they had a mother alive, wanted to send a free card to their mom. So they thought, well, this was a great hit. Let's do this for Father's Day. So they went and they got all the cards for Father's Day, not a single card. You're joking. No. And it was, it was supposedly, uh, I don't, couldn't find out what country it was, but it was, uh, like a, a bunch of, uh, some nuns did it where they, they contacted and they, they got a hold of this card company. And, um, I did all the research I could to figure out whether or not it was actually completely 100% factual. I couldn't find whether it was, but it's just an interesting story. And yet you, you talk to, you look at different prisoners and you, see, you listen to them talk and you hear the stories about lack of a father abusive father um lack of mentorship father left home nothing there and you can't help but draw a correlation it's so consistent yeah you know i think i think when you when you talk about you know criminality and 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 the studies that i've seen other than you know chemical imbalances and you know decided issues bipolarism and things like that almost without exception they will go back and tell you the story about how their father left their mother or was abusive to their mother or, or, or something that happened in that household where there was no male role model, a good, by the way, good role uh, model. And as a result, here's where we are. I mean, it just, it, it's so consistent and so frustrating. And I mean, you know, you talk about, uh, poverty. And I think poverty is fueled oftentimes as well by a breakdown in the home. Yeah, I agree. So, so look, let's, let's go here. Um, the book is fantastic. You can find the book, folks, by going to Post Hill. Uh, again, the name Man Up. And so, Scott, with that, I just want to ask you, what does Man Up mean to you as the author of that book? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, I'm going to read you something I wrote uh, regarding the book. Uh, to man up means to be true to yourself first. It's finding strength by living authentically and then sharing that strength with others. Being a real man means understanding who you are and using it to influence the world for better. A real man is an asset to those around him. He doesn't have to take charge. He leads the charge and people want to join him. I think that's that piece of it. it's not, I don't have to control it. I want to, I want to lead by example. I want to, I want people to, Especially like my boys, I, I my we've had we talked about some stories about you know with the boys and how that leading by example and let's I mean I'm going to be first to say I screw it up every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if if people out there thinking I'm you know I'm talking I'm writing this book because I got it figured out I know everything 
uh, it's this is just a collection of my screw ups as a man. And but here's the difference: the difference is is I'm learning from them. I, I, I'm trying to tell everybody what I learned from, what the mistakes I made, some of the successes I had, some of the things I figured out that hey, this works better. But again, it's 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 leading the charge. People wanting to join you. It's drawing people in. I'm here's and this could get me in trouble too. But the world doesn't need a bunch of BFFs with beards. Right. I mean, I've got a beard, so I'm making fun of myself. <laughs> um, it needs authentic men. Looks and good. I, and I think that that authentic men piece. It's it's not necessarily cookie cutter, you know. Uh, it doesn't mean I, I, you have to carry a chainsaw and you have to to drive a a big lifted Dodge, right? Right. I mean, you came in 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 a vehicle that's exact opposite of mine. I got a flannel shirt on. You've got a suit jacket on. <laughs> and a, you know, sport coat on. So, but yet I still look at you as a man because I know you personally. Yeah. I know who you are. I know what you stand for. I know how you hold yourself. Well, um, you know, I, I, I again, I'm going to say um, both of us uh, had fathers who we still know. Uh, my mom and dad didn't get divorced, stayed together. And I'm not trying to beat up on, please don't beat me up, on anybody who didn't have that, wasn't that fortunate, didn't have that luxury. But I have to believe that that has a profound impact because it, it creates an image and an expectation in me in what I have expect in myself. And without that, I'm not sure that I would have the same thing. You know, I, I've said this before, and here again, you know, you get yourself in trouble. But, you know, if somebody tells me that their mother and father were divorced, and oh, by the way, their mother or their father has been married and divorced three different times, I know that if that person goes into a, a loving long-term relationship that they want to consummate by becoming married that they are already at a disadvantage because of the context they carry with them that, hey, if it doesn't work out, I can always get out of it. Now, they'll tell you just the opposite, that they're going to overcome that and they're going to change all that. But that, that I'll say again, context is so strong that it, it, has, it has such an impact and they are at a disadvantage. Now, maybe from that point you say, all right, I know I'm at a disadvantage, so by goodness, I'm going to work very hard to overcome it, and maybe they will. But... But it's just the notion that what I see, I conceptualize for myself in the future and how dramatically negative that can be as a result of a, of a, of a family that doesn't, that doesn't stay together. I agree. I mean, I had the same thing. My dad was hard on me. Thank God he was. I mean, at the time, I didn't like it, right? Uh, I, I hated getting reprimanded and whatever else he did to me that, you know, because I screwed up. But I needed it. I needed that to, otherwise I'd have turned into a delinquent. I, I know myself that that's what I would have been. I needed that strong mentorship, that guide to push me along the right way. And, you know, you, you touched on the folks that didn't have that, you know, and, and so people say, oh, that, well, the, here's why it's, it's okay. Well, it's not okay. Uh, we can all still strive to be better. And I think that's, that goes into why it's so important. The old, the old adage of it takes a village to raise a child. I think as, as men, um, we were a little sometimes too nervous to step into a place uh, where there isn't a father figure. Uh, you know, if, if your if your friend has a if your son has a friend over or something where you have in your community there's a there's a, a young man that needs help, and I think that part is part of our job to mentor that way too in whatever capacity that looks like. It doesn't mean you have to step in as the dad, but I think it means you have to be there willing to help 
if we're going to change and we're going to raise young men up in a strong way? You know, you, you bring up so many things that that come come to mind, and and you know, I was thinking Jason Walgrave just left the studio. And he's got two two little boys, and I mean, he's 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 like me. He 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 loves his boys dearly, but he treats them like boys. And there is a distinct difference between the ra- the way you raise young young boys and girls, and that's not bad on either side of the fence. It's just different. It yeah. just is. And you know, he he uh, when he raises uh, you know his his kids are doing push ups throughout the day, and you know they think it's just hilarious. You know, drop and give me you know twenty five push ups, and they're you know I don't know what they're five six years old, and they're already doing this. They're already in wrestling. That's something, you know, how many men are wrestling with their little boys? I, my dad wrestled and frankly beat on me and my brother from the time we were little kids. And, and, and that doesn't make somebody more aggressive. If anything, it probably makes them less that way and more controlled. But because, because men don't have that in their lives, because that, that, tendency seemingly to me at least has become so suppressed that the men in our society don't know how to express themselves and so as a result they strike out and do crazy things like with with guns and things like this you know and i I, I, you know just like you i i you know i grew up you know i i make this joke often i i my my father i grew up on a farm but my father was a was a was a radio announcer and so uh, my mother's father was the farmer, and I was back and forth to the farm because my dad was a ri- radio announcer, and he was fired 17 times. So, you know, right about the time... It's the nature gets... of the beast in radio. Yeah, yeah. You never look for new jobs. <laughs> new jobs become a necessity. <laughs> That's Evan, who is who is in radio. And, uh, and, you know, so every time I went to a new school, and I mean every time I went to a new school, and I mean this started in kindergarten and went all the way almost up to junior high. Every time I went to a new school... There's like this hierarchy of of boys where, you know, you've got number 10, number 9, number 8, the toughest kids in the school. And you would start with the, the lowest guy. And if you could and you, you that you'd have up, you, you'd battle him behind the school. And if you won that, then you go to the next one and the next one to figure out where you were in the hierarchy. And I'm not kidding, folks. That's the way it was. And I can guarantee you I could have an army of men in here who would tell you the same story. But it doesn't happen anymore today. And I'm going to tell you that as horrible as you think that sounds, that was a good thing. Nobody got killed. Nobody nobody pulled out knives and nobody shot each other. And that's why when there's an altercation or somebody gets called out on social media, the person who doesn't know how to conduct themselves physically, doesn't know how to how to manage themselves, pulls out a gun and starts shooting people because they don't know what else to do because they don't know how to handle themselves. And that didn't happen when we were kids. Nobody did that. No. So I know that's an odd portrayal on all of this, but it is a, a thing where, you know, I, I've listened to some folks on social media, Scott, and the one gal in particular talked about the fact that men today simply look different than they did 50 years ago. They literally look different, as in more feminine than they did years ago. Now, the young ladies, as you described, they all look at the age of 18 like they're 25. That's scary. That If I've got a young lady as a daughter, that's scary to me. But the young men don't have the same 
young man manly traits that they did when they were 18? Because when they were 18, they were men. They're not today. Talk about that a little bit. You, it's it's funny because I've I looked back at some pictures from even when before I was in high school, um, you know, and from like grade school, middle school type of thing. And I, I I've got pictures in yearbooks of when we were going through cleaning out the house and stuff of of you know the different basketball games, the wrestlers and all the teams and stuff. And I looked at those pictures and I showed it to my wife and I said, "Do you see the see? Do you see what I'm seeing here?" And she's like, "Well, what do you mean?" I said, "Look at the those guys." Do they look like they're the same type of high school students that we have now? Right. And she's, oh my gosh, no, they look like they look like they're thirty. And you know, it, it just struck me. I, I look back at dad's pictures and you know things like that, and you look at like, not that we want our kids to have to go to war, you know, like like the, the right. Normandy and stuff like that. But right. you look at these what some of these young men went through at at ages and. Obviously, that can have a bearing on on different things, but it just seems like that 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 piece of you mentioned the aggression, and I think that something important to talk about there is that meekness. You know, like they we want it's everybody wants them to be soft and tender. Now, soft and tender in the right situation is a good thing, but I think people mistake, um, and sometimes men do as well, that meekness isn't weakness. Meekness is strength under control. And so that's the type of thing we're talking about. We're talking about strength and knowing how to use your strength. Like you said, when you don't know how, when you haven't been mentored, you haven't had the ability to wrestle with your dad and to understand what that what that strength is and how, you know, like your dad could like my dad, he had a he had a bet with me if I could pin him by the time I was eighteen, I got any car I wanted. <laughs> well, that didn't happen. I remember him picking me up off his, he, I, he was on his back. He picked me off and threw me over the porch and just tossed me like a rag doll. But it was that piece where I knew at any given time he could just crush me, but he had his strength under control. And I think that's the piece that, that people, when they say testosterone, aggressiveness, those things are bad. They're not bad if they're mentored the right way in the right in the right setting yep yes. and if you're shown here's how you do it properly you can you can be meek as a man and still strong right and I think that's, uh, that's that you know and so that's really to me that speaks to the constitution of the individual you know the the mindset and and that has to be in my estimation it has to be developed over time mm-hmm. and 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 uh, one of the things i i think of in that is something that it, folks if you're good enough to listen to the show uh, I talk about struggles and challenges and how they make the person and I think nothing could be more true uh, than that in 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 the in the form of a uh, challenges and struggles for a young man because they really they 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 are I, I, I've said this before I think this is this is useful too uh, I'm I'm terrible when things are average when things are boring and mundane I'm less than average but when things get challenging when you flip the switch and you know this is no joke now here this is where i feel i try i do my best because that's where i feel i'm at my best cool under fire i can handle the big stuff and everybody around me is losing their minds well there's a reason for that it's because of the things that i've been through and they're major challenges and they were the best thing in the world so really what we're talking about is don't shelter young men from this stuff because they need it i mean they desire it right down to their their the base of their feet they need it 
right? I agree completely. I think there, there's a there's a there's a piece that uh, I, I was reading about a psychologist, and he he wrote something that just it it, it really struck home. He said. For one thing, hormones do not directly change behavior. They influence the expression of a behavior within appropriate environmental and social contexts. And and we know unless you've experienced something, you have no knowledge of it, right? Right. And unless these these young boys get to experience what that is, what you know, testing the boundaries, testing the limits. Uh, I'm for many times I, was, I I would with the boys. I'm like, well, I should, maybe I shouldn't let them do this. You know, we live out on 20 acres and. Uh, my, I'm getting them ready at the chainsaw. And my wife's like, whoa, should they run the chainsaw? And I said, well, with the proper training? Yeah, you bet they should. I'm not just going to give it to them and let them run off. But I think that's a, that's key. It's it's getting out there with them. It's letting them experience it. I love that stuff. You know, that was the that was the notion on the farm. You know, when you're in the when you're out in the field, you know, 10 miles away from your home place, uh, figure it out. Because there's nobody coming, there's no cell phones, and you got to figure it out. And those are some of the best lessons that, that can be taught. And that's the point. People are, are sheltering their boys from those lessons out of love. I know that. Yep. But it's the wrong direction to go. We're going to come back. We're going to talk more about this. I have Scott Schuler, the author of Man Up. Fabulous book. You can get this book by going to Post Hill. And uh, this is the second time I've had him on. Uh, if you have questions if you want to ask us anything by all means feel free to call in 651-646-8255 651-646-8255 we're gonna take a break we will be right back with author scott Schuler of man up Great Waters Financial specializes in helping you retire comfortably. When it comes to seeking retirement guidance, you don't need a salesman. You need an ally. Great Waters Financial doesn't have a hidden agenda. Their professionals at Great Waters Financial focus on what matters, your financial peace. Start planning for your future now and make your money work for you. Great Waters Financial is the official financial planning service of Cover Your Assets. For more information, call 612-360-2127 or go to greatwatersfinancial.com. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day -day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 
763-559-3800. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate, 877-SMA-TODAY, or go online to SMA2DAY.com. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. If you're a business owner, I have an ingenious opportunity for you. It puts business owners like you in contact with other businesses to barter goods and services without cash. With over 20,000 businesses involved, chances are we have the products and services you want. Barter dollars are the same value as real dollars, so when someone buys from you, those barter dollars can be used to purchase goods and services. You can watch our video by going to thebarterguy.com or call me at 952-856-8866. Again, that number, 952-856-8866. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you're having a great Saturday morning. Uh, you know, Scott Schuler is my guest today. Uh, he wrote a book called Man Up. 
which I think is 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 something that is all too lost and not talked about because it's political taboo, apparently. <laughs> and I read the book, and literally I wrote him back, and I told him it brought tears to my eyes because there were so many things that he talked about that conjured up images in my own life that were very meaningful and influential in my life. And coming in today... He sent me some things that he thought might be poignant and worth discussing on the show. But one of the things he told me was the amount of hate mail that he got from the book that he wrote about worst book they've ever read and how, you know, I'm sure whatever. But, you know, just talk a little bit about that. Uh, I know that's not where we want to go here, Scott, but just, I mean, it just irritates me. Well, it, it was, it, it, the first time I got it, I was, I was, I was taken aback a little bit. I'm like, wow, really? I mean, it was that bad that you, you've, I got, I got death threats. Uh, they sent me videos of them burning the book. Um, I, I got the, the call, called the toxic mail. And then I started to think about it. I mean, I talked to my wife and we talked about it and, and she said something very important. She said that they're just, they're insecure. Obviously, they didn't read the book because there's nothing toxic about it. It just talks about men being the best best version of themselves possible in all the areas of their life. And so after a while, it just became fodder for just a good laugh over a, over a good glass of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's part of the problem. I mean, folks, what what is wrong with our country where we can't have dissenting opinions and discuss them uh, intelligently without going off in the other direction or having somebody try to screen what we're saying because they're trying to control what people think. What is wrong with this picture? Um, you know, the idea that we just can't even discuss this. Well, that was the thing because I, 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 the first few, <clears throat> probably, probably the first 10 that I got, I would email them back and um, it was just a night, it was a response of, hey, I understand you didn't agree with it. Let's have a conversation. What about it? struck you as incorrect, invalid, toxic, whatever it was. And the only thing I got back was a rant, you know, F you, whatever, whatever they wanted to say, just, you know, toxic themselves. Nobody ever would sit down and just, even through email, just have a conversation. (laughs) And I think that's where, that's part of the manning up piece that, that I think is important is as a man, you don't discount somebody simply because they have a different opinion. It's more of a human thing, I think, than maybe it's just a manly thing. But you don't discount someone like that. It's, it's okay, why do you have a different opinion? Let's talk about it. Because here's the one thing I do know. None of us are as smart as all of us. <laughs> and there's always something for me to learn. Even if it's to learn that, okay, yeah, that's definitely not what I want to be. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, right and wrong, right and wrong is, to me, a black and white issue that doesn't, that that whole concept doesn't even exist in our society. It's all gray, and there is no right and wrong, just like there is no definitive man and definitive definitive woman, and there is. I hate to tell you, everybody, (laughs) but there is, and we didn't create it. We were born a certain way. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't women who are more uh, who, who aren't more uh, uh, manly? There aren't uh, fem- uh, men who aren't more feminine. I get that, but that's not what I'm talking about. There are things that are decisively male, and there are things that are decisively female. And what's wrong with that? Right. What is wrong with that? What's and not even so much as what is wrong with that in general is what is wrong with me feeling that way. Right. If you can feel your way, 
Yeah, and if, what, and if no, and if you're not hurting anybody, what's the deal? Yep. I mean, what, what's what's the problem? So we 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 talked about you know the the whole notion that why don't we celebrate men in our society? So I I want to dissect that. Why do you think that is? What whatever caused us to go in that direction that we don't celebrate a man being a man? Why is that? I personally, I think it has to do with at some point someone was injured by someone who was an unhealthy man. Yeah, I, I, it, and and that that's honestly that's the only the only thing I can figure out. Or they're intimidated, or they're they're um. Oh no, I lost the word I'm looking for. I, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I I I get it. I mean, I think I think it's I think you know, and 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 let me be clear about this: not a female version of a man. You know, why don't we celebrate men? I don't want to celebrate, you know, I understand, you know, men, we want them to be sensitive and we want them to, and that's great. And I mean, I'm, and, and men should be that way. There's a time for it. That's right. Yep. But that's not, if that's all that a man is, then what are they just, they're just a uh, anatomical different female. I mean, if that's what they are, that, that's not it. That's not at all what I mean. I, I think that that part of our issue is that just like you said it's all about abuse you know i have i have women who who reluctantly work with me when they're going through a divorce and when they went to get a divorce attorney they wanted a female who could understand them and and for a long time they didn't want to be anywhere near any man or do business with any man and i have to work hard to overcome that that is almost always an abusive situation that caused that. So is that the reason that we went in this direction? Because does that mean that just all men are bad and every trait that they have is bad? Because I, I do understand that for somebody who maybe went through that, maybe that is how they feel for a time. But our society can't afford to have that same feeling about men in general. Because I, you know, I, I see men today who don't know what it is to be men at all. I mean, they don't know how, you know, this whole thing that I brought up about virtue and, and doing what you say and, and saying what you mean and being loyal and somebody that you can be, that you can be counted on. Those are all strong attributes that should be, that should be conjured up in, in the, in the, in the most, you know, important years of a young man's growth. And I don't see that anymore. Now, some of that maybe has to do with the lack of physical work. What do you think about that? I think uh, one of the things we, I was talking with another f- friend of mine is we've become comfortable. And I think that comfort breeds um, it, it, it breeds a lack of effort. It breeds a lack of innovation. It breeds a lack of so many different things. And we've with the advances <laughs> of technology... I mean, they're, they're great. Don't get me wrong. Natural grass versus chopping wood, you know, for all year just to get ready for the winter for the people up here in the north. Yeah. Um, Fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> those, those advances in technology are a great thing. But I think we've become a little bit soft. We've forgotten where we've come we've from. We've gotten bored. I think so. And it, distracted by, by real life, you know, the world of, you know... We got to eat. Yeah. Those days for a lot of people are gone. And so now they're bored. It reminds me, sadly, of of, of these uh, uh, reality shows with these exceedingly wealthy people who are so bored, they do all kinds of crazy things to themselves because they don't know what else to do. They're just bored. Right. 
and and they're and they've lost sight of the things that are meaningful because a human being has to have something to hope for and something to strive for. They have to have that. When you take that away from people, they do exactly these things you're talking about. They get they 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 start looking at things that that are just odd, you know. <laughs> so anyway, um, are 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 men are are women. In general, not not women who have been who have been uh, abused. Let's leave that out. Are women just in general threatened by strong men? Is that part of it? Is it? I think I don't know if they're necessarily threatened by strong men. I think sometimes maybe the reverse might be true too, where where women think that a man is threatened by a strong woman, right, and that they. They need to submit to a strong woman or whatever that looks like. Um, you know, here's the deal. My wife is a strong woman. A driver. She is a driver. Um, I don't want a doormat for a wife. I, I love, a, I love strong women. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, because I'm confident enough in myself. I'm not intimidated by a woman who knows what she wants and she's going to go drive and she's going to get it. And Brenda's very successful. I'm very happy. I'll, I'll support her in whatever endeavor she wants to do. And I think that's that's another trait, a good trait of a man, is not to be intimidated by a, by his wife who wants to drive and wants to do good things. Now, we have the conversation. We decide what's best for the family together. We, we, we talk about that. It's not unilateral. It's what are we going to do? We're, we're a unit now. And, you know, we're, we're going on 25 years in January. So it, it's one of those things where men need to stop being afraid and of, of a strong woman or of a woman who has an opinion or of a woman who, and trying to put down a woman who has an opinion rather than sitting down and having a conversation with her to find out where's that opinion from? What does it really mean? It, do, am I understanding it correctly? Because, again, we're different. We think different. Celebrate those differences, but also we need to talk to each other to figure out, okay, am I understanding you correctly? Because how many times have you with your wife when she says something, you've thought it, you've taken it one way completely, and she says, well, I didn't mean that at all. <laughs> but you didn't find that out. Till Most you, often it's for me, it's yeah. the other way around. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's important. Well, I, as you, as you bring that up, I've, I, I can so relate because I've said this many times and I absolutely believe it. I love strong women. I am literally drawn to strong women. And I think that you have to have a degree of confidence in yourself or you are threatened by that. Yep. So, so you know, the stronger you are, the less threatened you are by other people who are strong. As a matter of fact, you, you know, it's a more to me kind of thing. You like it. You really like it. And I love strong people. I love strong men. I love strong women. And I'm not threatened by that. Now, you're a big guy. I'm not a big guy. But, you know, I've had people say to me, you know, where does this little guy get the confidence? But but I enjoy those those strong attributes to people. And I think that we, because so often it is suppressed in our society, and I don't think it's suppressed in women. I think it's, I think we absolutely encourage women to be strong, but not the same thing for men. Yep. Not at all. And, and that's why, that's why we have what we have today. Men who don't know, as I said earlier, they don't know how to express themselves. You know, where did this whole thing come from that, that beating up and dominating a woman 
is a manly thing. Because where I came from, it never was, and it was a horrible thing, and all it did was illustrate your weakness as a man. So where did where did that thing go sideways that 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 I mean I don't know I mean I say this I don't even know anybody who really thinks this way but I see it on my on the news and I see it on TV and I just think where did that nonsense come from being having testosterone does not mean that you want to beat up women or you want to dominate women it doesn't mean that and it shouldn't at all Right. I, I, I'm so saying, where did it come from I'm the same way but if if I had a, like I had two sisters growing up and I knew if I whooped up on them at all, right? What I did to them was nothing compared to what I was going to get. And, and you know, the, the rule was: it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what a woman does to you. If you if you so much as lay a finger on a female, you have me to deal with. And that was my that was my dad. And I th- and that's the, what I want. That's what I'm trying to teach my boys. Such a good lesson. I got to laugh because when I posed that question to you that I just did when we were together, I said, where did that come from? And you said, third world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's it. funny thing is, though, with, with my travels that I've been on, and I've been in plenty of third world countries, you, you do see that where, where the, the, the male is the control figure and the, the female will submit whether they like it or not. Right. And that's just... I don't know for I don't know if you know for me that's not even fun. Yeah. It's just it's like why would I want that? I well, don't get it. Well my wife as you say like yours is strong and believe me when she disagrees with me we don't have to wait more than a millisecond for her to let me know that. <laughs> so I mean it's uh it's uh you know maybe maybe there is some degree of in some instances this person leads and in some instances this person leads. Uh, because they know how to do that. They've been there before. They have the, the experience. Uh, but, but the idea that, that, that especially physical domination is a manly thing. I, I'm telling you folks, if, if I, I don't, I don't know who thinks that way, but being a strong man who is decisive, who enjoys rough and, and, and tumble stuff, not things that actually hurt people. There's nothing wrong with them. I mean, why do why why do people like football? I mean, come on, man. I mean, what? So anyway, we're gonna take another break. We're talking with uh and and by the way, you want to buy his book. This is Scott Schuler. The name of the book is Man Up. You can go online. You can find it at Post Hill. And I tell you what, I think you you buy this book, you're going to enjoy it to no end. And not only that, you're going to have a lot of things that are going to come up in your own life that are relatable, and they're going to cause you to contemplate those things. And I think couldn't be better for that. That 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 alone was worth the price of admission for the book, just to have these thoughts and maybe some of these conversations and clarify some things. So we're going to take another break. We will be right back with Scott Schuler and Man Up. If you're a business owner, I have an ingenious opportunity for you. It puts business owners like you in contact with other businesses to barter goods and services without cash. With over 20,000 businesses involved, chances are we have the products and services you want. Barter dollars are the same value as real dollars, so when someone buys from you, those barter dollars can be used to purchase goods and services. You can watch our video by going to thebarterguy.com or call me at 952-856-8866. Again, that number, 952-856-8866. I have trusted attorney Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. 
Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. Brian's extensive experience and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dime. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number is 612-271-4047. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Russell Williams Home Services is your go-to company for all your window cleaning, pressure washing, and gutter cleaning needs. Serving the greater Minneapolis metro area since 2007, we have the tools, equipment, and knowledge to properly care for your home or business. We offer competitive, transparent pricing and free on-site or online consultations. Our large workforce allows us to complete even substantial projects, such as apartments, schools, and assisted living complexes in a timely manner, often in a single day. To see our window cleaning pricing structure and a complete list of services we provide, please visit our website at cleanmywindowsnow.com or reach us by phone at 612-423-3059. Do you have enough to retire? Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. Four convenient offices in the Twin Cities. GreatWatersFinancial.com the Lone Ranger and Tonto. Yes. Laurel and Hardy. Oh, yes. Butch and Sundance. That's right. Turner and Hooch. Okay. Tango and Cash. Uh, all right. Starsky and Hutch. Uh, Itchy and Scratchy. Okay. Batman and Robin. Thank you. Got the idea. It's that every superhero needs a sidekick. That's why when Jason Walgrave needs help for his customers, he calls on Mike Overson at Leader One Financial. Find out how to get started on making your plan today at applywithmike.com because he's super. Laverne and Shirley. Exactly. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer-for-life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. 
However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY or go online to sma2day.com You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Hey, hey, welcome back. We are sitting here in studio with Scott Schuler talking about his book, Man Up, uh, available at Post Hill. And we've been talking about, you know, the notion that being a man isn't celebrated. And as a result, uh, there's, you know, some some bit of, of repressed emotion in a lot of men that expresses itself in the form of violence in our society. And that has just further driven a wedge between fen- femininity and 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 maleness. And I and I think that what it's doing is it's driving uh, that wedge is making things worse not better. And I think that there's so many lessons that I learned in my life that were so useful uh, about being a male and that were so helpful. And I think, I believe have made myself and even the influence I've had on my children better men. We were talking about that, Scott, and you had a story uh, that illustrated that. And I'd love for you to tell that story if you would. I'd love to. It's kind of along the lines of the sins of our fathers, right? And, you know, the things that we do, how they affect the next generation, kind of what we've been talking about this whole time of that mentorship of young men through young manhood and into young adulthood. And uh, my dad, um, his father owned a service station and drove over the road truck. If that gives you an idea in that way. So back in that era, you know, more men were men and, you know, wow, it was a different era. Right. And. His father, dad, never heard once from him that he loved him in his entire life. Now, did grandpa do things for him? Did he, um, you know, take care of him? Yep, he did up to the age of 11. That's when dad left home. He left home, went to work for his uncle, never went back. Um, Different, obviously different type of time frame. Now, when I was growing up, here's what struck me as an adult, as a, as a man, as I started to, as we started to have children, we've got three boys. Um, there, I cannot remember one time in my entire childhood. Now, Dad worked hard. He wasn't always home at night to put us into bed. Uh, he worked in in, in manufacturing um, during the day, and then he trained and broke horses at night. Uh, so, you know, that was our life, and. But I never remember ever going to bed when he'd come in and say goodnight 
or if I was going up to bed, even if he didn't come tuck me in or whatever, whatever it was, there was not one time where he wasn't afraid to say, I love you. And there wasn't one time where even to this day, where if we end a call where he, some form of love you, love you. Now my dad, my dad, I, I, to give it context, I remember a time where we, when we had stud horses, a, a stud horse bit him in the back. You better explain what a stud horse is. So a stud horse is, is a full male horse. They haven't been neutered. <laughs> and they can be a little more aggressive yeah. because they are, a, they are a full full stud horse. And this horse that he was training hadn't, you know, wasn't, wasn't trained well yet. It was a new horse to the farm. And it bit him. And he turned around and he hit this horse in the side of the jaw. Now, their jawbone, massive. You're not going to do anything. Dad was about 6'5", 280. Big man, and I watched the horse's knees buckle. Just kind of, they kind of did a little rubber thing. Now he broke, he ended up breaking his hand in multiple places. But you know, that's the thing that he did. He took something from his life that was a, was a was not a good thing. And instead of saying, "Well, this sucks. I'm I'm a victim. You know, this is terrible," he changed it. He changed it and said, he told, told all of us kids, I love you, and especially his son. And I think that's, that's the key as men is to, even if you've had a raw deal, even if you haven't had the best life, even if you've had, there's things that happened to me when I was a kid that weren't good for any kid. But that doesn't, that doesn't dictate who you will become. Yeah, and, and you know, there's, there's forgiveness mm-hmm. when you're young and you come from a challenged background. But when you become an adult... Everybody stops giving you that leeway and says, okay, now it's you. It's on you now, and you need to make these decisions. But I can add something to that. I've got a good friend, Nikolai Spock, who is, uh, I, I, w- I was going to say Russian, but he's actually Ukrainian. But he's he was in, you know, anyway. Um, and he was a paratrooper in, in, in Russia. And he's a tough guy, and I like him. Uh, but it, I recall a time when my boys were young, and I was quite a taskmaster to my to my kids and 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 from a from a lot of other people's perspective brutally so and i mean i would ask things of of my young boys that most people would just be struck by like huh i can't believe you but at the end of every you know session where i would tell them what i needed done what i expected of them if anybody was watching they would have that reaction to it but nikolai said to me he said he said then you they come over and you hug and you hug them and you tell them how much you love them and he said you know my whole upbringing my dad never did that and he said i realized how much you could ask of your children because they knew you loved them and they loved you and they were willing to do whatever they possibly could to 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 do do what you ask and to me that's how i was brought up and that was such a powerful thing for him and i think from that moment forward changed his trajectory and he started telling all of his children recurrently that he loved them and i think that he's raised better children as a result of that but he never ever repressed this hard uh challenging uh, environment that he created for his young boys because he is a tough guy he, that doesn't mean bad by the way 
but he expects a lot. He's a hard worker, and he expects that of his kids. He doesn't look at them and hope that they become that way. He just gives them tasks, and this is what needs to be done, and I love you, son. Now go show me you can do this, and boy, oh boy, will they perform. Guys, you need to do that with your young men. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about how to raise women. I'm fair, in fairness. I don't have any daughters, and I and I would be speaking out of school. But I'll tell you what. I have got good boys, and I have met Scott Schuler's boys, and he has good boys, and we love these these young men dearly. But we don't treat them like women. We treat them like young men because we want them to become strong men who can be relied upon, who will be loyal, and who will be good. <laughs> Do you agree with that? I couldn't agree more. Uh, you you summed it up better than I ever could. That's ex- they, these young men will live up to our expectations, whatever those expectations are. And if, if they know you care about them. Yep. And if I set low expectations for them, they're going to live up to the low ones. That's human nature. If I set high expectations, expect of them what they should be expected of them, show them, model for them what meekness is, not weakness, then I have a good chance at raising some good boys. And every day, guys, in your homes, you have somebody watching you and you are teaching. So if you can't do this for yourself, do this for those little folks who love you because it matters. It really matters. Don't shelter them from hard work. Work them hard, but tell them you love them. Scott, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. As always, it's a pleasure talking with you. Scott Schuler, Man Up is the name of the book. Go to Post Hill and you can get his book. And believe me, you will not be sorry. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Zero, zero. This has been a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. 
plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.